Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Dice Wormers, a podcast where we talk about all things geeky, and we occasionally have structure and coherent thoughts. I am Vas, and with me today, as always, we have Kaz. Hi. And David. Hello. And we are now officially launched. We have an episode out there for people ah. to listen to and mm-hmm. uh, cringe to, I guess. You can find us on uh, Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm slash the Dice Warmers. We are on Spotify as well. We're soon to be on Apple Podcasts and what? Google Podcasts. To me? Oh, good. Yeah, it, it takes a while for things to sync across all the different platforms, apparently. Hmm. We are on social media, people. We are on Facebook. Uh, we are on Twitter. What? We are Instagram, at Dice Warmers. So find us. I think us we're on a lot of a things now, aren't we? As well, yeah. You can also send us a voice message through Anchor. That's going to be weird for us to listen to. Follow, but yeah, we have like uh, social media. Oh, and we have a YouTube channel as well, which is uh, no idea because uh, we just, don't have just an actual. Search URL. for dice warmers. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like. Just There's only going to be one result. And it's going to come up honest. with a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we are all over the place now. Mm-hmm. All we need is a big following of like thirty to 40,000 people now. And uh, you're set. <laughs> oh, you're being a bit uh, I know. restrictive there. I, I would say like 4, well, by the end of the year. Uh, you, I'm you have to start somewhere. You have to start all somewhere. Right, all right, let's start at 10,000 and move on up to uh, 50, shall we? Okay. So 10,000, then we get our ba- first big sponsorship. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. which boosts us to like the six digits. Like anybody, anybody to do with like RPG, dice. You know, we're not we're not like restricted to anyone. We like peanuts. You know, anyone, anyone who wants to sponsor us. So, like (laughs) maybe like Wizards of the Coasts approaches us and are like, "Hey, Kaz, your voice is so magical. Would you like to, you know, (laughs) advertise us?" Spam. This is totally not real. <laughs> they said that to be real, and they keep messaging. They said the word. Your voice is so magical. I know it's fake. <laughs> I'll send a message back. Going, Vass, is it you? I heard you were a very nice host. You know? Hello, this is me, the guy from uh, Research of the Coast. Um, totally not Vass. Yeah. cast. <laughs> you have a magical voice. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, That's when you know they're bullshitting you. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of sponsors, though, uh, not really a sponsor, but we need to give a shout out to RP Haven, yes. uh, which is our local gaming group here in Cardiff, mm-hmm. and they were kind enough to give us a shout out for our new podcast. Yeah. Yes. Oh. And if you like us, are also caught up in this pandemic, which let's face it, you are, because mm. you know you're I mean, on the same planet as us. Unless uh, talk, uh, they're listening in the future. It could be all over by then. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, if you're living in 2021, uh, you can join RP Haven and have some gaming online. Yes, they have various branches across the southern of the UK, it seems. Where can they find them? Well, currently there are two in Cardiff, one in Plymouth, and the others in London around... Hammersmith, Archway Branch, Stanford Branch, and Lewisham Branch. Oh, I just so many magical that. places. I know. They don't really exist because I actually added a branch on top of that, not realizing. <laughs> I thought it was. Now an- they may have to open the branch just because we said it exists. Yeah. 
Archway Van Chapel is the actual street name, but no. I'm hoping to get a Google sponsorship, so just Google RP Haven, and uh, uh, yeah. And it will point you to rphaven.co.uk. But Google it first, because Google, Google yeah. is our friend. Mm-hmm. And if, not, uh, not, not sponsored by Google, but we're hoping. Yeah. I, I tell you what we'll do. We'll uh, we'll put up a, a disclaimer at the end uh, in text underneath saying, uh, bring bring a shot glass and a drink I, every time we say Google. Take a shot. I, I don't think we need to put a disclaimer about the fact that we're not sponsored by Google. We're I don't not think anyone, Google. Yeah. I don't think anyone I believes wish. that we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god let's hope actually you know what i don't really mind who sponsors us just anyone would be nice yeah, yeah, just let's, get, let's get more than one episode out there so i know well we could always like do a couple and say see what happens before we oh yeah you think, you think a couple is going to get us a sponsorship david oh i don't know it depends on who because david I, I was hoping like this episode would be google then the third episode would be facebook Oh, no, like no, maybe, no. Maybe third a movie episode. for the fourth one. The third episode is going to be Apple. Fourth episode is Ooh. going to be Microsoft. And then the fifth episode. <gasps> Apple. Is so, so we're going to have Apple and Microsoft as our sponsors. Oh, yeah, because they're going to be fighting for us. <laughs> because, and then, and then fifth episode, because Disney owns everything. They're oh, going to notice that the overlords Google, are going to descend upon Apple, us. Disney are going to want to buy us out because we're going to be know. that big. So, Kaz, do you think you'll become a Disney princess? I would love to be a Disney princess. Who wouldn't? I mean, I mean which female wouldn't? Be really I would, cool, I would okay. love to be a Disney princess. Yeah. I mean... I'd have to be a really do, cool do, one, though. I don't do know. They have, do they have a bearded one yet? Or would I be the first one? Well, I, I did actually see a meme at one point in time that was about uh, how obviously Marvel... Is owned by Disney now, um, and in some universes, Thor is actually a woman. Yes. So Thor <coughs> is a Disney princess. Mm-hmm. That's not so, a spoiler yeah. for the new Thor movie, but um, Natalie Portman's character in it will be female Thor. But uh, that's not spoilers because yeah. Much, you know. <laughs> but that you know, the, so there is a possibility of a, a bearded princess. Okay, so yeah, Disney. If you're listening to us, yeah, we'll we'll take you on. It's fine. We'll we'll, we'll be whatever you want us to be. I think they, if they approached us, we wouldn't really have a choice because I'm fairly that's sure that's true. They, We'd they have to lower our shields, regardless of anything. Yeah, <laughs> they put us on Disney. We wouldn't even know that we were owned people. by them. It would just be like turn around and all of a sudden we're owned by them. How did that happen? We might be owned by them right now, and we just don't know. Exactly. Well, who, who owns this platform? Just if just we're on... owned, and I'm not getting paid, I'm gonna be really upset. I'm just saying. Because eh, no, we're like slaves, aren't we? Exposure. Owned like slaves, not owned like, you know, ah, employees. Okay. There's a difference. That that makes sense. Thank but you know, yeah. Disney are the overlord, so. Oh, that goes hell, Disney. Upset. Yeah, we can't really oh. be upset with Disney, can you? And that's that's where we <laughs> cut ties with Disney's. Yeah. Oh, no, I love Disney. Disney's actually pretty awesome. Mm. Yes, we love Disney. <laughs> and all people who are willing to sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's get away from this now, because it's starting to get boring with the whole sponsorship thing. It's not going to happen for a long time, <laughs> but that's happened. So We can have hopes. Uh, right. Um, so what, what's been going on in your lives, people, apart from the launching of this podcast? Well, to, to drag back to RP Haven, we've just started mm-hmm. a new quarter. 
And yes. Babs, you know, um, joined the Cthulhu one run by our good friend Tash. That's very true. They've uh, decided to stay clear of our gaming group and uh, join, well, stayed with his Pathfinder game. I know. Yeah, but he's in love with Pathfinder, so... I, I like it, but I'm just saying I want to complete it, you know, I want to finish this. That's fine, if they're, if they're playing, still running a game, then that makes sense. Um, but just so you know, David, we're going to have way way more fun than you. Oh, oh we are, I most definitely. I know. <laughs> I don't even know what your game's like because I wasn't in it, but we're definitely having more fun. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. We're I mean, better than you. You know that sort of uh, expression <laughs> of when you start to pile the dice into a tower? I've pretty much gone to the ceiling with my dice. I think that's the kind of... I, I do love the game. It's just like... I, I, yeah. Whereas our game, David, is yeah. a modern Call of Cthulhu game. So yeah. we're playing in 2019. Mm-hmm. I play a Catholic priest slash exorcist. Kaz is playing... All right, I'm playing a perpetual student, <laughs> geek, who likes technology and things, but yes. has been a student for so long and studied so many different things. She's a bit of a... So like a, a PS4 a of things. Kind of. She's also an inter- intern at a TV an station. Intern, yeah, intern at a, a TV station that uh, researches ghostly activity. So, well, that's one of the shows. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so ghostly Rob is like the star... Rob's of said show. Okay. He's a psychic, yeah. Uh, well, air, a... Quote, air quote, psychic. Psychology. Yeah, he's like a fraud. Psychologist. He's, he's yeah. a psychologist, but... Uh... And then we have... Uh, oh, what's Raul Ra- 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 playing? Oh, he's playing the uh, the security of the of the whole yeah. show, I guess. So mm-hmm. he's like the hired muscle. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Nathaniel, who I I have no idea how the hell is gonna fit into this whole thing. I don't know. But he's playing a big game hunter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think he never said okay. openly that he was playing a big game hunter. I think he he might be going down the big game hunter route uh, for the technical side of things, but I reckon he is a ghost hunter. But just can't I admit think- it. I, well, no, no, no. I think he's a ghost hunter. He hasn't told us because he uh, wants it to be a surprise for session one. But I think he's a ghost hunter. But the only way that that will work with the the game itself is if he goes into the big game hunter kind of category archetype. That's, okay. that's what I uh, think he's gone with. Yeah. Well, in classify. Doesn't make any sense being a big game hunter. Big otherwise. game, really. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure how it's going to all play out. Where are you setting I this, could, anyway? I could be completely wrong, by the way. He might actually be a big game hunter. Is it in America? Or is it UK? Is it? I think it's America. America. It's a fictional city, I think. Colorado. Wait, Colorado? Yeah, the, like the, yeah. the state is real, but I think the city is fictional. The, yeah, I could the... be wrong, though. <laughs> Just hoping that uh, Tash has met up on the uh, watched up community. Uh, I just want something without your reference. We won't get it, but unless we have watched it, but I still... watched a, a bit of Community, but it didn't like grab me. Uh, yeah, I haven't really I watched know. any of it, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, no, it really does sound interesting. I we haven't done a I haven't done a modern setting in Call of Cthulhu, so um, I don't I don't uh, think. Well, I've well, run a one shot one. One shot, and I yeah. Were you there for that one shot? Possibly the one in the oil rig. No, no, I wasn't there, no. unfortunately. I think it was Nick, Simon, Lise. Uh, I can't remember who else was there. But 
yeah, it was mm-hmm. fun. Don't think of, tr- to be honest. I'm trying to remember which ones I have played. I've played a lot of Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. Um, I've played Firefighter, uh, Big Mama the the mobster. Ah, uh, the Big Mama Fletcher. Big Mama Fletcher. <laughs> Which which is set to uh, make a comeback soon. Yes. Yay. Uh, Dr. Shelley, the medical scientist. Mm-hmm. Um, gone crazy scientist, yeah. Gone crazy scientist, yeah. I've I've played quite a few different characters, actually, haven't I? Because we've done a lot of one-shots. What did you play in the uh, the Two-Headed Serpent? Oh, you played the health? Not not, not health inspector, Jesus. Um I have I played a germaphobe scientist who was a microbiologist, a germaphobe microbiologist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Uh, I played, I played. I think I played a lot of doctors. Um, well, you've played a couple. I played. Mm. I played like at least two. You like not necessarily you like medical science-y. doctors. I like. I like being. The smart one at the you, table. You like being I'm called a doctor. Say, I, I'm sorry to say, but I like being the smart one at the table. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help it. I don't like doing dumb because it means I, I can't play dumb in my day to day very easily because I can't control <laughs> well, my mouth. I, the... I play I play dumb like all the time at work. <laughs> oh, well, you know. <laughs> uh, don't we all? Yeah. Uh, so, D- David, what's going on with your game? Oh, uh, the Pathfinder game. Uh, it's, it's going all right. Well, uh, unless you're playing in some secret games that we don't know about. No, uh, uh, oh, definitely not. No, <laughs> I'm only playing this one game, unfortunately. Um, but no, the uh, premise is... I, mean, um, I remember some... I think Evil Cult, I can't remember. I came into the game quite late-ish when a lot of the plot exhibition was actually done. Um, but mainly I'm just following this ragtag group of adventurers who are trying to uh, find out the cause of this cult and try to put a stop to it. I've gone to mountains, I've gone to other cities, I've gone out in my comfort zone as a guard in, the, uh, in what we call a Krellin, uh, the city of Krellin. I've gone all about north of the country and I've now made myself to Krellin after it's been taken over. So, so, so if I remember correctly now, the, the campaign has come full circle and you're back to the starting area yes. of the campaign, Just one minute. and you find that the city is now what taken over by this cult. Uh, that is correct. Yes, and we're trying to plant a siege uh, in order to take it over. And we are currently in a cabin up north, trying to find some. Uh... So, if a Pathfinder battle takes three sessions, how long is a siege? <laughs> If a Pathfinder battle had three sessions, then a siege... Oh, God, I'm there for the whole course, am I? (laughs) Wow. I mean, I think that's that's when you go a little bit too rule-heavy. If if a battle takes three three hour sessions... Mm -hmm. That's too that, That's a bit too much, isn't yeah. it? That's a bit excessive even for yeah. I, I wanted to I, I think I think you're nearing the point where you just switch to war games. Just play Warhammer 40k yeah. or something. I, I think I picked a bad character. Like I picked a guard, but yet this guard wants diplomacy to be his main uh form of uh taking down these old criminals of the world. And I talk into a conversation, talk to a troll to try and recruit it into the guard. And it went horribly wrong because it would take me ten rounds to do a conversation 
and I went, what? £10 to do a diplomacy check? No, thank you. So I'm now back to attacking the, the trolls that I wish would be on our side, but unfortunately not. There's no way in the Pathfinder rules to allow you to talk your way out of something in combat. I can kind of understand why it would... I know Pathfinder's looking to make things too real, too real by the sounds of it. So a round is supposed to be about six seconds. So I can understand it taking a certain amount of time to... But not if you're in combat. Like, if you're trying to negotiate while combat is going on, surely. Not not if, like, you're outside of combat. It shouldn't be... Yeah, it shouldn't be part of a round. You shouldn't have it like that. It should be out of combat community. Yeah, so did you try to negotiate, like, while, while people were fighting? Yeah, so we didn't know what the enemy was until we actually went into initiative and combat so when we i actually found out what they were and knew all the backgrounds and the backstory of these two trolls i went hold on a second i would like to talk to them and try to get them out of yeah in my head that's more of a, a dm approach than a systems issue mm. really yeah like i i find it hard to believe that pathfinder like you know hasn't predicted that people might want to talk, you know, <laughs> uh, their way out of a situation rather than yeah, fight. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I think it's just a a, a DM choice rather I, than. Yeah, uh, I don't want to be offensive, but from what you guys have told me, it doesn't sound like that's the sort of GM I would be happy playing with. But only no, because and, I like to and, not and have that's, rules. And that's not offensive. Like People no, enjoy no. different styles, don't they? I hate rules, let's be honest. You all know I hate rules in games. If I, I don't, I don't them, hate rules. I'll go against them, I will. I hate it when rules come in, get in the way. They ruin the, yeah, ruin the flow. Yeah. I like rules. Like I like rules that make sense and um, help the game along. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Some rules actually push you to do things. And I like that. Like they incentivize you in the right direction. Well, while like others. a little bit of a rebel. Yeah. Someone gives me a rule and I'm like, no, I will go against this. <laughs> I just make I life awkward. I think I make, I make the, like the GM very awkward when I want to do certain things. Oh, David, like, you I make mean, everybody that, awkward. I can believe. Yeah, everybody yeah. knows that one. We've all, <laughs> hang on, both of us here have GM'd you. We know exactly <laughs> yeah. what you're like. I spend a whole session, like saying, at the beginning of the session, I want to save this person, but I want to use this rope to create a sort of, I want to throw it off geometrically correct. That's why I've started the rule of, David, tell me what you want to accomplish first, (laughs) and then you can describe how you do it. But I need to know where the fuck you're going (laughs) with this. That's 100% exactly what I uh, Mm. would actually say as well. Like, I just, I just, I enjoy listening to the the babble. And because I understand David, I don't mind the babble that comes out. (laughs) Because yeah, I generally pick out from it what you're aiming to I do. I find it easier to follow when I know where he's going. Uh, yeah, really? no, I don't need that. Yeah. I, so I, you speak David, I don't. speak David, I don't, I don't understand it. how I do, but I do. Yeah, I think you're, you're just born with it. It's a natural talent. Yeah. But yeah, that's why yeah. when David babbles is, uh, is planned, because you describe exactly what you're going to do before you get to the point of actually doing. I think <laughs> I'm going to throw this rope over there, do such and such a with this, with that, and then what I hope to accomplish is something that has got nothing to do with the rope. 
I don't think I've ever heard David say, I'm going to attack. Ever. <laughs> no. Like, He's got to make no it way. interesting, though, isn't he? He's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, don't get me wrong, I love that. Oh, because it's it, brilliant. Like, you're trying to use like the environment around you and you know, manipulate everything to your oh, advantage. Yeah. And that's great. It's awesome. Get, it's awesome but it's also frustrating sometimes because like, what the <laughs> hell are you doing? Don't change, uh, David. I love it. No, it's brilliant. I will. But as I say, I'll be a little more clearer in the future of what my oh, No, are. No, oh, because right. I'm enjoying no. watching Vash's reaction every time you're not clear. And every and time you have to translate. translate. I love it. It's brilliant. <laughs> Oh, goodness. <laughs> it just makes it more enjoyable for those of us that are playing as well. <laughs> uh, as I say, whatever Tom, uh, Tom Nook, uh, whatever Sam Nook is uh, uh, going to be doing in the future of the campaign of uh, past masks, he'll be uh, he'll be uh, right up there to uh, do something crazy out of out the ordinary. Don't you wouldn't worry. expect anything less. <laughs> In fact, I would be very surprised if he did something ordinary, and I would be a bit disappointed in him. Mm. I at least didn't try to scare off a priest. Tell, I would be tell, so. Tell you what, where where we're headed, Samuel will fit right through. Like it's he's gonna fit in, is he? Yeah, he's not. He's gonna fit in. He's not gonna be like the weird one out. What? Really? Yeah, I'm you're gonna be sure like the, the normal one. Will be the odd one out. You know that. If if Sam fits in, the normal person being Tash, maybe or Harry oh, is going to be whatever Nick is playing. Oh, mm. Yeah, Nick won't play something boring. You know him. No, plays, uh, Nick is probably going to play Jack's wife. Oh, I hope so. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so I hope so. You um, haven't seen the letter. We yet. do need to. We do kind of A need letter? to explain. Oh. Explain Nick, to players. Yeah. Nick sat down and wrote a letter that his character wrote to all of you before the last day of the campaign mm-hmm. because he thought he was going to die. Vas, do we need so, to explain to listeners what we're talking about? No, we don't need to, but should we? Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, we, are, we, we are talking about a four-year-long campaign that we run that finished like a couple of months ago yeah it? something like that so so it is masks of naira lafotep which is like a very famous uh, call of cthulhu chaosium campaign and it's amazing and if you haven't played it you need to play oh, it it should be on your bucket list it's oh, amazing. So yeah. brilliant. It, it tackles so many different uh like adventures it all in combined into one sort of big over basically like a globe spanning mega adventure that's like you know, over the top, ridiculous, filled with cults and evil gods and yeah. the end of the world, and it's it's really good. Anyway, um, so yeah, Nick is the only one in the campaign that actually <coughs> died. Died, died, not just died. Died, yeah, like, died. I died. Because yeah. this is, yeah. oh, this yeah. is pulp, Cthulhu, pulp Cthulhu, so with luck you the... can bring a character back. But he's the only one who died. Died. I died twice. Came back. Yeah, but you had you had your luck to use, and yeah. I had my luck to use, but Nick he, ran out of luck. Is he the first one to die in that way in the whole entire world? Just just give that a thought. What by by a nuclear explosion? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so Nick died saving the world. Yeah, basically with his. Mm-hmm. Last it was it was epic. Breath. It was epic. Uh, it and was the vault as well. 
we'll we'll talk about it in another podcast. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so before that last session, before that last day of the calendar, because he felt that the end was coming to a close, Nick wrote, wrote this lengthy letter that neither of you were aware existed up no. till now. Oh, okay. And of course, neither of you have seen yet. Mm. And this is like how I'll kickstart the next part of the campaign. So, with... yeah, tell them that the reasoning for the next part of the campaign is to. Oh, yeah, the reasoning for the next part of the campaign. Yeah. Because apparently, maybe I might be a ghoul. No. And I say really? apparently, maybe, might, need, might be, because. All of the women in my family are apparently, maybe, might be. Isn't your mother and your sister all? I don't know about my mother. I don't have a sister. have a sister. My cousin and my aunt definitely are. No, wasn't it? A, who was Elsa was in Plum Castle who turned into a ghoul right in front of That was my cousin. Eye. My cousin and my aunt and all of the women on that side. My mother who. By the, is... by the way, major spoilers, guys, for Masks and Elephant because. We don't really. I mean, how long has it been out? Oof, 25 years. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but then again, they can change things. Yeah, we didn't really, we didn't really sort of say about specific characters, locations, anything really with uh, no, no, game. So it's pretty much like we didn't really spoil it. Could happen in this way to yours, but it could not. You know. Yeah, I mean, who knows? It different things happen in different people's campaigns, but. So, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really uh, excited. I want to know what's going to happen to my character. And fingers um, crossed she doesn't die. I almost picked up uh, a book today from the Chaosium uh, sale. Because Chaosium is currently having a sale. Well, depending on when you listen to this podcast. Yeah. So they have like major discounts. Like some, some of the books are like a third of the price. You can buy them for like $10. Um, oh, okay. So, which one were you uh, looking at? Uh, I don't know if I should say. Why? I mean, okay, I was I was looking at the Dreamlands one. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I do Only have the PDF. Got a birthday coming up soon, and I've looked for that other book and can't find it. So, just saying. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was looking at I was looking at that, but I already have the PDF and I opted not to buy it because, mm. yeah, you know, I have the info I need. Uh, but yeah, both Chaosium and uh, Peterson Games currently have a sale going on, and if you're a fan of Call of Cthulhu, uh, Peterson Games has a, a Call of Cthulhu conversion to fifth edition. No, wait, that's not right. It's it's basically a monster manual. That's Cthulhu Masters for 5th edition. Yeah. And it's really good. So if you ever wanted to pit your heroic players against Great Cthulhu, for instance, you can. There you go. Not like, my thing, but some people might enjoy it. <laughs> they might do, yes. Hmm. But whatever books are going to be out, like, was there anything else on Chaosium's radar? That might be oh, out. Big list of things that are coming out. Well, uh, you uh, you sent me that thirteenth age. Uh, uh, yeah, that's not actually. I don't think that's new. No, oh, but, uh, that so, piqued my interest. Yeah, so they they have the 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 world of Glorantha and uh, different systems to play it. So it's available in like um, 
uh, rune quest, I think, and then you have 13th Age. So it's basically the Glorantha world in many different iterations, which is like a Bronze Age world, I think. Yeah. Mm. So kind of like ancient Greece, Rome. Please don't hate me, historians of the internet, <laughs> if I get this wrong. <laughs> I, yeah, my, I'm not. I'm not a history buff. Sorry, I try, but yeah, there's there's. Uh... Yeah, but there's a lot of exciting things happening on the Chaosium camp. Um, mm. I know they're re-releasing Beyond the Mountains of Madness, um, and there's several books in production uh, that we're still waiting to hear about but Ooh. 2021 should be a very exciting year fingers crossed mm. yeah it's whether or not they'll be released that year they may have had some production for a while now and it would uh, be available this year uh, they, they, the tend, they tend not to talk about their products and un- until they're close to release so that, you know there's not a lot of overhyping going on like for four or five years before something is released mm-hmm. so yeah, when they do announce something, you know that it's like ra- around the corner, like a couple of months away, probably. Hmm. Which which I'm all for, by the way. Hmm. Anything on your radar then, uh, Cass, at all? Um, not a huge amount, to be honest. Uh, I'm obviously majority of my concentration is going on to the Icewind Dale. Uh, which oh, I'm how's that going, you guys? Uh, it's going along all right, actually. Um, I'm doing the one shot for you guys in uh, what a couple of weeks. Have we actually decided on a date? No. Was it, was it the twentieth? I'm not sure if it's the twenty seventh or the third. It's the third. I haven't got a clue anymore. Is that the third of February? Third no, of, third of March. March. That's what I mean. So oh. I'm happy to do twenty seventh, but if we can't get everyone together, I I, I can't do twenty seventh. Well, no. then it's going to be the third. Um, I'm happy to do other weekdays, so I might. Uh, I might. I can do Wednesdays, so Wednesdays yeah. are fine. That's what I mean. I don't really want to wait until March to to do this because um, I'm hoping to start Icewind Dale soon. I just so want to get you guys back into like playing together. Or... Uh, no, I just want to get you guys back into playing. Um, we're gonna have to do new characters for Icewind Dale, so um, we'll have a session zero to set up new characters. Uh, but because it's been so long since we've gamed as a group, mm. I just kind of yeah. want to get people back into the feel of it, the way that mm. we play together. Remind um, me again, what's what, a bit obscure? What do we play? Like, um, what what character do you play last, last in that campaign? Oh, what did I play? Wasn't it that sort of like that wizard? Wasn't it the one? I have no idea. What what was it? for me? The one so with the name. Got, uh... You caught me off guard there, David. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> do you remember what you were playing, David? Yes, I do. Go on, then. Uh, I'm playing a, what I call the Barbarian in this campaign. Oh, oh God, oh. yes. <laughs> I remember now. Bardbarian. The Barbarian. Like, you should, you should be shunned from the role-playing community just for that pun alone, David. <laughs> but... It's not him who came up with it. But... Uh, where's the um, I have a Google Doc of the entire backstory of this one character. I made oh, it. has a backstory as well. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Set up backstories for yeah. uh, um, half the, the name, games I'm in. The name of the character is Various 
stagehook. A orphan who was taken in by a family uh, of uh, playwrights and actors uh, where he grew up over the years. He, however, has found in his late age that he was actually um, born of um, an ancient dwarven descendants uh, who have remained hidden across the uh, world. And his um, latest uh, relative is known to be a baker who specializes in extra hot bakery goods. Was and... he a master baker? Yeah, Sorry. I, I don't I know. It's in my contract. I he have did, to make lewd jokes. Uh, well, we're not sure if he had many children, you see, so he may have done, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> but, um, no, there goes our last sponsor. <laughs> no, no, it's fine, it's yeah. fine, it's fine. But, yeah, no, yeah, we can recover, we can recover. Okay, yeah. PG, PG, think PG. Think about the children. Give over, PG. <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> oh, I remembered my character. Yeah? I was going to say, I've got the characters here. It's yours, Barry, a stagehook. That's mine. Yeah, that's yours. Mixalot. Mixalot. Uh, that's me. I, I was playing a, a paladin, like a, yeah. a ve- vengeance, oath of vengeance, paladin or something. Mm. Oath of vengeance. Yeah, that's it. And um, I don't think I don't think anyone has noticed yet where I was going with this character, but uh, I, I was hoping one day to be knighted. All right. Ooh. And uh, be a sir. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought that that name sounds kind of familiar. I was like, why does that name sound familiar? And, and then I'm you think to Yeah, hey, that's that's like my. Uh, See, my that's how I make characters these days. Character. Like I will think of a pun, and then I'm like, oh, I can make a character out of that pun. That's and not my I... Odyssey character, Mayo Mayo Mace, mm. Helmo Mayo, Mayo Mace. Mace. Helman mayonnaise. Oh, no. Helmo mayo mace. I, I thought, where's this going? It sounds like mayonnaise, and then yeah, oh. Helmo mayo mace. Oh man. Yeah, I got to. I, I got to. I'm gonna keep this character, Kaz. That's fine. I'm happy with that. Gonna We're party. gonna do probably do more of the uh, Y Chronicles anyway, because I've got a lot that I want to put into that. Um, but obviously, we're gonna run Icewind Dale, mm-hmm. uh, which. Hopefully should be pretty good and should be very soon. As I said, I just want to get you guys back into gaming as a group because it's been so long since you've played together. Um, so how, how much of the actual adventure have you read? I've read quite a bit of it. Um, is it good? It is really good, yeah. Um, I don't want to spoil too much, but it is good. Does that I mean, you, you mostly know a lot. No, there's no ice whatsoever. It's oh. actually done in the desert. Yeah, <laughs> Icewind Dale is in Icewind the desert. Dale is in the desert, David. They, they, like, the first, <laughs> the first mayor of Icewind Dale was like major jokester, and yeah. just named it Icewind. Dale. Yeah. The irony was not lost. He was actually a fire tiefling as well, which was even funnier. Oh man! Now we need a city that has a fire tiefling mayor. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, that's uh, that's not impossible. As I said, you guys, I don't do serious games, so oh, I can't wait for this. Oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the one the one shot, uh, I'm not planning on doing anything major, not doing anything serious. If anybody who isn't in the game has got any uh, ideas for adventures or anything like that, I'm happy to have a look at them and 
run something for these guys and then we'll talk about it. But yeah, just post a message or leave me a voice chat or something. That reminds me, I still need to finish mine. Like I've been doing maps for the last week. Yeah, I see you're I've focusing still... on the wrong thing. I, yeah, you're I doing... whenever I run something, I just do. Gaming. Yeah, <laughs> I last game I uh, last game I uh, did for you guys, I prepped the night before, and that was it. And I, half of I it once... was off the top of my head at the moment. I once ran a session of Call of Cthulhu for some friends in a McDonald's back in Greece, and I had some notes written in a napkin. Wow. <laughs> Did you use the... Fr- I like, mean, I was, I was like 17, grid. yeah, but still. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't do a lot of prep. Uh, majority of it is made it up at the use. top of my head. We got a lot of weird looks from other people in McDonald's. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but it's the only... It was the cheapest place we could sit down at a table and do our I thing. can also imagine when you were 17 in Greece, I mean, that's what, like, the devil worship and all sorts, D&D, so... Yeah, it wasn't... Yeah. yeah. You know, that's probably what the biggest problem was. They thought I, you were worshiping the face. devil. I'm lucky I didn't get burned alive. Yeah. yeah. It's not funny, David. It's not funny, I could no. Be burned alive. Considering the sort of thing that Bass has told me, it's not funny. <laughs> no, it's kind of like I went it's really? Every time I hear it, I go really. Like well, honestly, you know. and then you always surprise me again. It's like oh. Greece is like very um, Christian Orthodoxy. Uh, very religious, like, very, very religious. Anyway, let's not offend anyone. Yeah, no, no, no. Are there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with it, but obviously D and D. Please don't burn people for playing role playing games. <laughs> not cool. <laughs> yeah, don't try that at home, people. Yeah. Maybe in a McDonald's, but don't try it at home. <laughs> McDonald's has sprinklers, so if it goes wrong, then the sprinklers will go on. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. They're... Yeah, burn they people in a McDonald's. Down, yeah. No problem. We've lost yeah. the good home. Exactly. I really that's hope great. that that That's great happen. advice. Please don't, guys. Advice. We have definitely lost Disney. We're matches. Just saying, we've lost Disney. Yeah, I just I just got an email. Yeah, we lost Disney. <laughs> oh, man. I just had someone shaking their head over my shoulder. Right now. Yeah, well, not being funny, but you did just shout "burn people in McDonald's." It's fine. <laughs> I don't blame them for shaking their head at you. Oh, David, uh, we know you'll never do that. You're too no, nice. I am. I am. I would be the one who, uh, uh, like, drops own ends, uh, cleans it straight afterwards. I, I won't let anyone else do it. I just I'll clean it straight afterwards. So then the person next, who's going to be on my seat next does need to uh, watch their step. I mean, so I, I I'm like, would do that as well. I would hope most people would, but yeah. But that reminds me, actually, I was in uh, Asda, not sponsored by him, by the way, taking the trolley back, and uh, I got back to the the trolley part, and uh, someone left trolleys all over the place. I couldn't put it away without leaving it in the middle of the road if I was lazy. Oh. So I moved a couple oh. of things around, pushed the trolley in properly, and there was a woman also dropping hers off. She goes, "Good job." I'm like, "Huh." <sighs> I was just doing what you would normally do, but apparently yeah, I did a good job. You think the normal thing, and now you get a normal thing. And I got a, I got a praise for it, and I'm like, thanks. I just thought, yeah, I was so like, okay, good yeah, job for being a normal human being. Yeah, there's a there's a meme thing going around at the moment. Um, it's probably been around like a hundred times, but 
but it's uh it's about people who put trolleys away as opposed to people who um leave them lying around because it's an unwritten rule unspeakable rule it's not enforced in any way not not, not unspeakable i think you mean, so, you mean unspoken unspoken yeah <laughs> It's unspeakable. No, you you we don't dare speak about it. But okay, so it's an unwritten rule. Uh, so it's not enforced. Putting the putting the trolley back is not enforced. People want you yeah. to do it, but obviously they can't tell you off. <clears throat> they're not doing it. Yeah, so but it's considered it. like polite. It's the behavior. polite thing to do. Yeah. So the 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 thing was around. Um, if you don't put the trolley back, mm-hmm. are you a bad person? Yes. As opposed to if you don't, uh, if you do put the trolley back. Yeah. Um, yeah, essentially. Not, not a bad person in like the same lazy, selfish, sort of thing. Yeah. But you are a bad person because you, you don't think about the other people you who don't are going to use the same people. service as you. Plus, yeah. as well, don't they use the. Um, so to get them out in the first place, don't you have to put like a pound coin? Not necessarily. These are the ones that you don't pay for that you they could just abandon if they wanted. Oh. Right? And uh, I was looking looking into it. There was a, a comment on there with a, a guy that actually said that he, if he sees someone put the trolley back, uh, not put the trolley back, he purposefully takes that trolley and puts it behind their car when they're trying to leave. <laughs> and I wanted to message him and say, you do realize that the people who don't put the trolley back are just lazy, inconsiderate people. You are purposefully malicious. That makes Wait you worse than the non-trolley putterbackers. I know, right? That doesn't like, solve that anything. That actually makes you a worse human being. Yeah. What What you could do instead is pick up the fucking trolley and put it back and sigh at that person. You yeah, could just, just say, excuse me, I'm but the rule here is to put your trolley back. Yeah. Say something or to if you, them. If you don't want to be confrontational, that's fine. Just do the thing and the universe will reward you with nothing yeah, he's moving the Carmen trolley he is moving the trolley anyway just put it away don't put it behind someone's car it's so passive aggressive isn't it it is yeah. like actually purposely being a bit of a dick there but uh, yeah it makes like, you a worse person really if you do that I'm not saying that they shouldn't go for it if you want to do that go for it but don't think you're the hero that. of the situation when you do because you're not. No, that's. I agree. That, it becomes more mean spirited, and maybe that's the reason why there were so many about. When you put them all the way back, is because this one person actually goes there and puts them in front of like, people. Uh, I think I the problem is them. They you can't care. consider yourself like a moral person when you go and do a dickish thing like that. Exactly. But he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm acting like the hero of the situation. Oh yeah, I treat, yeah. teach them a lesson by doing." It. I'm like, "That's not better. You're moving the trolley purposefully also, to get it's, in their way. Just put yeah. it away." It's highly unlikely that he's going to change his way of life he's by not. you being an asshole to him. No, because all he it's would better if you talk to him car, and say like, "Trolley, you know, get back in his car." Yeah. Simple as. You can tell them like, "Excuse me, maybe you don't know, but you're supposed to actually bring your trolley back." And you don't know that person's situation. They they might have been disabled, unable to put the trolley back properly. They might have had children in the car. You don't know. There's they might a have had a bad day. You know, it's we've all been assholes, you know, at some point in our lives unintentionally. And then we think back and we're like, oh, shit, I was an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I probably shouldn't have done we've all, that. But... We've all done it. It's, you know, it happens. So don't, yeah, don't be too hardened people, especially during this shitty year we've all been having. Yeah. Mm. 
Oh, let's not uh, let's not go I just found it funny and wanted to share that this moral guy was actually being a bit Thank of an you arsehole. For sharing. You're gonna have Thank to beat that out, by the way. I'm fairly wow. sure fairly sure saying arsehole is one of those words we're not supposed to say. I've done it really? twice now. Well, our, yeah. our podcast is listed under explicit. So. Is it? Oh, well, that's fine then. Well, I I had to list it under explicit. <laughs> I, I don't think it would qualify for the other no. bit. <laughs> oh, wait, that wouldn't apply because if it was a doctor's podcologist sort of like podcast. Oh, yeah. That... Wouldn't, that, wouldn't that come up anyway? Like Maybe, but I've also said dick and dick isn't a scientific word, is it? No, unless uh, it's actually... Doctor. Unless you're talking about a Richard. Mm. That's true. I mean, okay. Yeah. So if we're if we're gonna say swear words, we just we just make sure that it's the same. It's a, it's the sort of word that you're allowed to say <laughs> if you're talking like about cock. something else. Yeah, yeah, like cock, cock roll. Richard. Uh, yeah, yeah, those <laughs> sort of things. Okay, I'll I'll do some research for next time. Uh, can, can you can you find a second use for fuck that's acceptable? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, no, no, not, but yeah, I can look it up. Then we're, we're fucked. <laughs> Clear my search history afterwards, but uh, go, go, going back to um, role playing games, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm noticing I have uh, open here in my second monitor the the Kickstarter that's currently going on for Pathfinder for Savage Worlds. Savage oh, Worlds, yes, yeah. love Savage. Yeah. Worlds. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're, they're doing Pathfinder rules. For Savage World, I'm not sure how it's going to work. It's going to like be an expansion for the basic Savage World rules. But what I find most exciting is that they are doing a conversion of Rise of the Rune Lords, which is like a very well-known Pathfinder campaign for first edition Pathfinder. But they're doing it for Savage Worlds now, and it looks really cool. Like if I had the money, throw at this Kickstarter, I would. Like production quality and all that, it looks top notch. And I have Rise of the Rune Lords. I I've read it. I haven't run it, and it's really cool. It's a really cool campaign. Mm. Uh, still has like 15 days to go, and they've more than hit their goal. Oh yeah, they've collected like 200 thousand pounds, and their goal was like six thousand. <laughs> Is that, that just for yeah. delivery? Because I, I just see some of these books and like if you were to get them delivered, it would probably be, I don't know, quite a bit. So is that for delivery costs or, you know? Oh, you've got to be careful with delivery now as well because of Brexit. So yeah, look I, into I, it closely. If, you, if you're ordering anything mm-hmm. from Kickstarter, keep an eye on the, the VAT because of Brexit. Mm. I did it in this uh, one in December for uh, a follow-up of one of my dice sets. It's going to cost me twenty dollars to get them shipped, and they're just literally two packs of dice. Yeah, I've I've been struggling to to get. Um, I wanted to buy a couple of dice from uh, Kraken Dice, mm. but the shipping was the same price. Like the dice, they're not cheap dice anyway. I think uh, three or four sets for thirty quid, and the shipping then added up to thirty. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not. I, I like the dice. I don't like them that much. Yeah. It was the same with that um, when I discussed about the uh, the Borderlands tabletop. The book itself cost around about $40.50. But then it would be another $60 on top 
just for delivery. So I went, no. Like, it's, just can't wood. afford to be a geek anymore. No, yeah. not right. Such an expensive um, but Speaking of this Kickstarter, though, there is a table, um, a shipping table, mm-hmm. where they have like the estimated costs for shipping across all tiers and across all regions. Okay. Uh, so, you know, you, you get a basic idea of what it's going to cost you. It might differ slightly, but these guys have done a lot of Kickstarters. They they do know their shit, you know, so the prices they give are very close to what you're actually going to pay. But yeah, be careful, especially if you're in the UK now with Brexit. I know Chaosium has had a lot of trouble uh, shipping stuff to their UK warehouse because they, they print their books in uh, oh somewhere in Europe can't remember now. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And then they ship them to their UK warehouse for um, uh, delivery. But they have they have problem getting them across from France now, and they're stuck over there <laughs> for like yeah. a couple of months now. Mm. And there's a pallet of books I want, <clears throat> but I can't get Brexit. Mm. It's the same with um, I've been waiting for a Kickstarter for about. About a year, and they say, "Oh, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's fine." Oh, it's in, it's in Europe right now, and I went, "Oh no, in Europe, okay." How long is this gonna take? When I had that email, it was about five, six weeks ago, and I've just said it's gonna come over now, but it said it might take another two weeks. I'm like, "Oh, uh, it's like it, uh. it's it's those things that we knew were coming with Brexit, but now that we get to experience them, are so annoying, like." Can I just get my book? You know. Yeah, I've got a few things kickstarted. Um, just just waiting for them. I've got I've got one game on the way. A couple of board games all kickstarted, and uh, there's just been massive delays. These things are supposed to have shown up before Christmas last year, and I'm still waiting for them now. Um, and and is, is that because of the shipping or because of the? I think it's COVID has affected it more than anything. Yeah. Uh, shipping yeah. with COVID just seems to have taken so much longer. I've got um, I Am Death Now board game, which is apparently on its way to me. Uh, has just made it into the UK today. Woo. Oh, oh thank, um, thank Lord. J- just so you know, um, that was my backup gift for you. I'm oh, really? I'm so glad I did not. I, I thought <laughs> I got it and I went, I got it because I, I really liked it. Yeah. But then I thought, I can't have one for her. No. Yeah, I'm sorry, I totally missed this. What is it that you got? It's a board game called uh, Kickstarted called I Am Death Now. Um, I Am Death. Yeah. Okay, I heard I Am Death. No, no, that's like, a weird board game. Huh? <laughs> I said that's a weird board game. Huh? Yeah, no, you get to play Death in Training. Um. <laughs> And you basically and you, have to, and you get to sign language other people, and yeah. it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but is it the American sign language, or is it universal sign language? Do you have to translate that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, but I want to do this game now. We're making games, people. Come on, sponsor <laughs> us. We're making games on the fly here. I am uh. deaf now. Pardon? <laughs> That's the official title. <laughs> I'm death now, father. Oh man, mm. I would so play that game. By the way, I would. That sounds awesome. Mm. We need to. We need to start uh, putting this on paper. 
Anyone wants to make a game called I Am Deaf Now? Make it, let us know, we'll play it on air. <laughs> uh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, uh. so that's that's on its way to me. I've got some dice with little rubber duckies inside on its way. <gasps> yeah, I, I've seen that. There's There's been a photo that actually come in a little bathtub. That's what dice. I said. I haven't received them yet. I'm still waiting for them. Wait, the, the dice are inside the, the ducks? The ducks are inside, are inside, the, inside dice. the dice. Do they float? Is there like liquid inside the dice? Or no, no, they're just they're, they're encased inside the resin inside the dice. Ah. But they do look really cool. Apart from the D4, the D4 has got little ducks painted on each side because obviously a little bit too yeah. small. So do you take these dice when you have a bath and play with them in the bathroom? Uh, no, I put them on display like I do with all of the other hundreds of very fancy I think dice. I think that's a missed opportunity. I think you should have a bath with your dice. <laughs> I gotta do it. Could you imagine sitting down on the D4? Oh my god! <laughs> I step into the bath, the D4 just happens to be in the wrong place. You first enter the bath and then pour the dice, okay? Not the other way around. All right, right, right. But still. That'd be worth getting out of the bath. And then then you're going to be like, how long should I stay in the bath? Roll D20. And then not find it because it's in the water somewhere. Okay, someone needs to make floating duck dice then. Floating duck dice, yeah. Mm. We need, F- that. We need that. FPCs. We need those. Um, so yeah, I've got a uh, got a, quite a few things actually kickstarted. Uh, a couple of them are gifts for people, so I can't really talk too much oh, about no. those yet. Um, oh yeah, are I, they, I are they tentacled? What? I can't really talk too much about <laughs> any of the things I okay. have started right now. <laughs> Okay, that's 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 good enough for me. They are they are tentacled. <laughs> Do you find it? Uh, no, I'm not talking about them. Sorry, David. What was that? Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, that's the thing that I've learnt this year. Do not try to rely on Kickstarter for gifts, just no. because of the. I, I thought I, we were gonna say something about tentacles. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> fuck? Oh my... We've just moved away from baths, David. Come on. <laughs> Uh, no, but... I I have kickstarted them, <clears throat> but I have hmm. not set a plan in place for when the gift is going to be given. Ah, it will okay. be given when it arrives, and it will be a case of if if it's close to a birthday or Christmas, I'll wait, I'll hold off. But otherwise, I'm I'm not setting it aside, or I'm I'm not specifying it as this is going to be a gift for such and such a date, uh, because I know that with everything going on. You know, so I, I I have the struggles at the moment. I I did get one, planned it for Christmas, yeah. and two of them didn't arrive. So it's yeah, it's hard work. Yeah, I've still got the wrapping paper. Actually, I've still got the wrapping paper upstairs. <laughs> <clears throat> it's still unfolded. It's crazy. January is gone, guys. It's... I know. Oh, I know. I can't What's believe happening? we're a month into <clears throat> a month into twenty twenty one already. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's insane. And uh, what what have you been doing to keep up? Like, are you been watching any shows? Like, yeah, anything new? Uh, I don't know how new it is. I think it's pretty new. But Star Trek Lower Decks. Have you guys started? Oh, I still yet? have not watched it. Oh, it's on my list, guys. <clears throat> is that the oh, anime? I one? mean, yes, it is. Uh, it looks. I, I don't know for sure, but it looks to be the same art as Rick and Morty. I think it's probably the same people because of the, the art. Style looks the same. Style oh, looks exactly the same. It yeah. Kind of looks like. Have you ever seen Final Space? 
Yes. Yes. Yes, a bit like that. Um, How but it's not really Star Trek. Lower Decks. Can it's... we confirm <coughs> who, who, who does the drawing? Star Trek. Lower Decks. Let's see. What does Wikipedia say? Come on, INDB, just in Voices, case. Composer. Well, typical, the art people never get mentioned. No, they uh, do, don't. It's, it's If it's a major... <laughs> the house. series has a similar animation style to Rick and Morty. That's literally the first sentence in design. Yeah, there we go. Oh, um, typical. If, you were, if you're wondering who's done it, or at least it seems to be part of uh, Tipmouse animation. Have you ever heard of those? They are a Canadian. I was going to say Canadian, but they do, if you think of a show, they've probably done bits of it. What's their name again? Uh, Tipmouse. So uh, they are a company who's done loads of animated shows and companies such as um, name a few, The Venture Brothers, uh, Son of Zorn, which is very good, by the way. Okay, I'm looking at their filmography right now. It's massive. I know. Uh, Tiktone, they do a lot of Adult Swim. Oh, wow. They've, I've just, oh, Moonbeam City. Yeah, um, sorry, sorry, people who I know no Titmouse is. Uh, if you're offended, we, we, that wasn't our intent. But apparently, these guys, yeah, they're the real deal. They've done a lot mm. of stuff. But he also made Big Mouth as well, which I'm not. Uh... I like Big Mouth. <laughs> I found that quite amusing. Hmm. Have you have you watched it? You don't like it, do you? Or I I I tried to watch the I watched the first series, but did not think much of it. All right. Should I continue watching it? Well, if you don't like it, if no. If you don't like it, no. I enjoyed it. I thought it was very good, but then that's just my opinion on it. Um, I've I've uh, watched recently. I've been a little naughty. And watch the series I shouldn't have. In the sense that it's not released yet in the UK. I managed to circumnavigate a bit of it. I bend the rules a bit, okay? Okay, I bend the rules a bit. And I watched 30 Coins. And it's freaking amazing. When it gets launched. 30 Coins. It's basically... uh, First of all, it's a Spanish production, I think. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because I think I, I didn't know HBO does anything that's not English, but apparently they do. <clears throat> so it's a Spanish production, and it's this uh, priest who moves to a small Spanish village, and strange things start happening in said village. And soon they discover that the reason strange things are happening is because this priest, um, well, he came across something he shouldn't have. I don't want to spoil too much. No, yeah, don't. But, yeah, but it's really good. Like, especially the guy who plays the the priest is such a good actor. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you like Lovecraft, you're going to love this series because it has this... Oh, if you like Lovecraft and if you like, like, secret societies and... Oh, what was that um, writer who wrote The Da Vinci Code? Ooh. Uh... Dan Brown? Is it yeah, the books, yeah. That's yeah. correct. So it, it, it's got that type of feel to it. So there's a lot of like secret societies that you don't expect, and it takes a very popular Christian theology myth and twists it in a very interesting way that's never been done before. 
and it's so cool. Like when HBO finally airs this series in the UK, watch it. And if you are in other parts of the world who do have access to the series already, like the US, then lucky for you, go watch it. So what was it called again? 30 Coins. 30, 30 Coins. coins. So All right. the, the, there is a Spanish name for it as well, uh, but I won't even attempt to. <laughs> mm. it, it, it's, it's 30 Coins in Spanish, but I won't try to butcher it. Mm. Mm. Uh, I've been watching, well, at least I finished two series, uh, completely different from each other. Animated, of course, as I usually watch animated stuff. One being The Midnight Gospel uh, by Panderton Ward and Duncan Trussell, which is a a trip, I would say, about a space caster who goes into various universes and makes a podcast. Um, and it's very, very weird. You can't really explain it in a sentence. Uh, but to say it's only one one season, yeah, and it's really good. Like, if you have some time, yeah, I say watch it. It's very, very good. What's uh, the name again, David? The Midnight Gospel. Midnight Gospel. Mm. I mean, I'm not much of an anime fan. Oh, it's animated, as in it's uh, creator of Adventure Time is part of, uh, part of done this. So, yeah. It's, but and Kaz. Ooh. Yeah. I know you recently finished watching a TV series that I am a big fan of. <laughs> yes, uh, Lovecraft County. <gasps> yes. Ooh. How did you like it? I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Uh wasn't scary apart from the episode before the, ep- the episode before the last episode. So the Okay. <laughs> yeah. So no, try trying not to spoil last, things. Yeah. Second from last episode was scary. I think the uh, scariest thing about that series was the very real portrayal of racism oh my word that was white oh, people <coughs> back I know, then right? such dicks i mean i'm not saying they're good now but yeah. i, I spent the whole time i spent the whole but time we, going we, through it going we tend to forget even though it's not that far uh, behind in our history where mm. people were you know yeah it, it was, was okay terrifying. to have slaves you know it was but it was terrifying it how badly oh they God. were they were treated absolutely terrifying i I spent the whole time and asked Rob this. I spent the whole time going, "White people are such dicks." <laughs> like I, I literally just went through the whole thing going, "White people are so mean. Why, why would they have done that? What purpose did they get from acting like that?" Like but, the second, the second you put yourself into like their shoes, you you realize yeah. how terrifying their world yeah. was because you know. Um, Slavery didn't just end, you know, and then everything was fine. You know, if you think that, obviously, you you don't know what's, what's happening in the world. Like, people suffered a lot, even after they were free. Yeah. Like, they were discriminated and are still being discriminated in some parts of the world, even, well, in so-called civilized parts of the world. Racism is still a rampart, but Jesus Christ, that series hit, like, hit but, me in the feels. Yeah, definitely. I was I was shocked. I mean, I knew it happened. Um, I knew, obviously, I, I knew about it, and I knew how bad it was. But I didn't realize until watching it. Like, yeah. it just struck me a bit more. 
that it was it was terrible. It wasn't just bad; it was terrible. It was horrific. It was and it was it's... so bad that like one of the wishes of one of the black protagonists is yeah. to be white. Yeah, <laughs> you know, imagine that. That yeah, just that's the, awful. The change of your color would like change your life, your whole it, life. It around. did. It yeah. Wow. It it did show. Exactly. It's that. amazing. It was, it was really good. Definitely worth a watch. Absolutely. Very good production quality. I like like the way they they, they approached the Cthulhu Mythos, which is not canon, but it's really interesting at mm. the same time. And I think like they, they they have a lot of great ideas that if you have any interest in horror, mm-hmm. you 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 love this series so much because it's going to give you so so much new ideas to incorporate into your games, into your writing, into whatever. It's so good. Mm. I would one hundred percent watch something else uh, if if they if they produced it uh, in that style um, or even Lovecraft. I would definitely one hundred percent watch it because I think it made me want to watch more. Uh, if there's a second season, which I don't know, if there's a second season, I will most definitely watch it. Mm. It was that good. Yeah, because is has there been a like a confirmation about a second series? I thought there was some buzz around it. Or it is you... it is based on a book, so if we go by the book, it's it's done. But then again, this is Hollywood. You don't know. If I mean, the way it ended popular... kind of made me think that they might decide to do something more. Yeah, they they always leave the door open for yeah. a second season, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, but um, I I just hope that if it does come out, that it's as good as this one because oh. this one was really well done. It they might really do. Well they might do like um, say like they got Lovecraft Country, but then they do a sequel series, but not an actual direct sequel. And yeah, sort of kind, like of, the, kind of like we did with um, with our Cthulhu game. Like yeah. as Vassar say, we didn't actually do a, a series. He just kind of tagged them all together. Yeah, something like that would work. Well, if you want to I know, it's been off. Yeah, if you want to know as well, the uh, the director of Lovecraft Country uh, herself is doing the new Lara Croft Tomb Raider movie, uh, the sequel. Uh, she's uh, in charge of it now. Uh, she's been appointed to do the direction, mm. and say it's been. I think it's like, it's been like thirty-five years or twenty-five years since Tomb Raider, Lara Croft Tomb Raider came out. But yeah, they announced a whole slew of different things for it, including the new director, uh, is it Bisha Green. Was she? Uh, was her name pop, cropped up on a lot of them? I think yeah, Bisha Green is the. Uh, he was he. Was she was oh god, uh, uh, she. she okay, she was involved in Lovecraft Country. Uh, I think she developed it for the TV adaptation yeah. of it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, just an interesting segue that actually worked out. Yeah. So, but no, I think if I had like time, I will go invest into Lovecraft Country, even though I'm not a horror fan. Um. But I, I, think, I, I think, mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It is horror because it's Cthulhu, but I would not class it as a horror TV show. Yeah, if Kaz can watch scary. it, if I, I think yeah, it, if I can watch yeah. it, you'll be fine. You're fine. I, I don't do horror. You know that. I mean, I watched the thing and freaked out a little bit, even though it's not actually scary. It was a little bit scary, so you know. But the the scares have a good it. payoff all the time, and they're not cheap scares. Yeah. But 
I would definitely recommend Lovecraft County. I am a wimp when it comes to oh, horrors yeah. now. Didn't used to be. I am now. So I, there's only one episode that I was a little bit scared with. And the rest of them were fine. But just really well made. I'll say that the human horror is worse than the mythos horror. Yes. For me, definitely. Humans are so scary. Anyway, that's all the time we have for this week. No, we've gone on over an hour now, so we have. Oh my goodness. Thank you to everyone who uh, tuned in again to listen to our uh, drivel. (laughs) We do appreciate it. Uh, We hope you like our uh, show and uh, we do uh, wait for your uh, comments or, Mm -hmm. you know, criticism, whatever you got. Bring it on. We'll listen. And now David will do the outro, as always. Oh, not Ken. Okay, I thought about this a little bit, uh, a bit last night and a bit this morning. I'm going to go for it. Here it goes. Thank you for listening to Dice Warmers. We've been David, Bass, and Kaz, and we've talked for a good hour or so now. So I think this is time for us to leave it, and we'll give our final goodbyes. So this has been David. Good night, and I'll pass it on to you. And this is my final goodbye, and Bass. Final. Uh, well, oh, he I'll... said final goodbyes. So... I was gonna say I'll, I'll see you guys next week. Yeah, <gasps> sorry. Yeah, 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 point. <laughs> we'll see you all next week. See you all. Bye. Bye, Bye. 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 Bye.